Hello, you gorgeous humans. Welcome to my podcast, Human Better 365, for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria. If you are new to this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button for weekly motivational content that is sure to jumpstart your day. Today, I am covering a topic that I love because when I discovered this, I became unstoppable. The topic is limiting beliefs. Things that you think about yourself that have been instilled in you without you asking that are not necessarily true unless you make them true. This will change your entire perspective on where you are in your life join me. Human Better 365, the only podcast that will create undeniable results in long-term growth, regain control of your time, get organized, and prepare for the future, all while having a life full of purpose. Because managing your time means managing your life. And now your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, hello, hello. It is so awesome to have you here today. August 2020. I have already had an incredibly productive day and it is not even noon yet. I have successfully, I think successfully, done some sort of a talking podcast or Facebook live every single day this week. So I feel super accomplished. I'm trying to get back <clears throat> into the groove of my social media. I was kind of lacking there for a second. Um, my sales that I have been doing have uh, settled down a little bit because of the coronavirus, which isn't necessarily super exciting for me because that means less money. But instead of twiddling my thumbs and playing the victim, I am taking the lull in sales to my advantage and I am catching up on all my social media and talking to you guys so much more than I was previously. So I am very excited about that. It's one thing you want to remember in life is to take advantage, take advantage of the things that are not going so well, because there's always a positive twist to everything going on in your life. You are always learning something. So today I want to talk about limiting beliefs. Now, some of you might not even know what that necessarily is. And to tell you the truth, I don't even have a definition. I probably should have maybe looked that up. Let's see if I can find it. Limiting belief definition. Limiting belief are those which constrain us in some way. Just by believing them, we do not think, do, or say the things that they inhibit. And in doing so, we impoverish our lives. Limiting beliefs are often about ourselves and our self-identity. The beliefs may also be about other people and the world in general. So basically, they're false beliefs. Um, But they're only false if you view them as false. They're actually true if you view them as true. So it's kind of tricky. It's kind of tricky as to what they are. 
um, one of the biggest obstacles to getting what we want out of life is actually our refusal to part with our old identities and the stories tied to them. So that's why I kind of want to talk about limiting beliefs today, because a lot of times people like myself don't even realize that they have these beliefs um, and other people refuse to get rid of the stereotype or get rid of the limiting belief and they wind up staying in this story um, that they've conjured up for themselves for their entire life. And uh, one of the quickest you know, ways to kind of explain that is being a girl and being a boy. There's obviously identities with both of those. Um, girls grow up with the stereotype of needing to be a housemaker and not making as much money and popping out a bunch of babies. And there's this guilt that sits on top of us if we decide to do things a little bit differently. I am a huge, <laughs> um, I guess, uh, example of what that could be. Um, I got pregnant out of wedlock at 20 years old, had my baby boy at 21, and um, didn't fit into any of the stereotypes. Uh, never got married. I'm in my late 30s, and I'm just now engaged. I didn't have any more kids. I don't plan on having any more kids. Um, and the whole stereotype of needing to stay home and cook dinner and clean and sweep and have lots of babies and all of that just didn't necessarily uh, happen on my side. And I can tell you from my personal experience that it is. There is a heavy cloud every once in a while if I let it get to me that hovers over me of I'm not doing things correctly. I'm not doing things the way society wants me to do things. Um, I want a small wedding, not a big wedding. The way we live is unconventional. And we kind of or I kind of have broken that mold, not intentionally. Um, I had a lot of guilt uh, over the past probably 16, 17 years with the way that I've decided to do life. But, um, you know, over the course of probably the last eight years, nine years since I've been doing more self-development, self-help on um, my life, I've come to the realization that you can literally do whatever you want to do. And I, I really wish that somebody when I was young would have sat down with me and told me, listen, you don't have to get married. You don't even have to date if you don't want to. Um, it would have saved me a lot of distress mentally, emotionally, and it would have saved me a lot of time <laughs> in general. I think I would have gone possibly in a different direction. Um, and then boys, obviously boys are grown up, are, are raised to believe that they need to be the breadwinners, that they're supposed to be big and strong and tough and no emotion. And when you grow up under these identities of boy and girl, a lot of times it stifles people from living up to their greatest potential. You know, um, girls are told that they're not necessarily supposed to get dirty. They're not supposed to play sports. They're not supposed to be strong. And there's probably individuals out there that could have been really, really, really good at something, um, but they never, um, I guess, uh, took the time to seek out that journey because it went against what their limiting belief is. Uh, men who are nurses, men who are in the food industry, 
um, women who are wrestlers, women who play sports like soccer or football. Um, these are people who, who have broken through the limiting beliefs and have broken that stereotype. However, the amount of individuals that are doing that are slim, one. And I have um, been confronted by probably dozens over the course of my lifetime that, you know, said, hey, I would have done this, but it, you know, I didn't want to look feminine. I didn't want to look gay. I didn't want to upset my dad. Um, you know, it doesn't seem right or whatever it is. And they put their passion, their dream, their hustle on the side um, and never dove into it because of a limiting belief that society or their family or their religion or the culture has put on them for no reason other than just that it's there. There's no rule. And that's the funny thing about it. You know, when I first learned about this, I was like, oh my gosh, you literally, the world is at your fingertips. You can do and be anything within reason, obviously. Like obviously my uh, body type isn't necessarily, and I don't enjoy sports. Um, it's nothing that I ever, you know, was passionate about ever. Um, you know, I never really had a passion of becoming a basketball player or becoming a football player. Um, so it's not about like people can do anything and ridiculous, uh, you know, uh, dreams that literally make no sense. It's following your passion. So of things that actually make sense that you're interested in. So it's not like, oh, I could have been an astronaut. I've never had a passion to be an astronaut, but it is that if I did, I could have, and you know, could have tried that route on things. And a lot of times people never even try because of the limiting belief of we can't do those things. Um, same with skinny versus fat people. You know, one could possibly be stereotyped as more beautiful than the, than the other. And that's just a stereotype. That's not true. But people sit on that stereotype. You know, people who are a lot more overweight, a lot of times don't necessarily take the time to get all dressed up or dazzled, dazzled up because they feel, oh, you know, I'm a big person. So they, they put themselves in this limiting belief of bigger people aren't pretty. Bigger people can't get dressed up. Bigger people can't be models. And you see this stereotype broken all the time in the modeling industry now where there's plus size women and men who are now modeling. That was never a thing before. But these are individuals who decided to not follow the culture or society with that limiting belief. And they've made that now beautiful. Um, you see it in race. You see it with, you know, blondes have more fun or blondes are dumb or redheads are super angry <laughs> or, or temperamental. Everywhere you go, every person you bump into, there is a stereotype or a limiting belief that is on their hair color, the way that they look, the size they are, the race they are, the, um, the way that they grew up, the religion they are, what kind of job they have. And 
your entire world, you're kind of like boxed or you're trapped in this whole narrative of what you're what you've been taught or what you've grown up to believe. And to tell you the honest truth, none of them are true. (laughs) None of them are true. I want you today or right now to take out a piece of paper and I want you to concentrate on things in your life that you believe that are not necessarily or that are not true, not necessarily, they just are not true. So one of the things that I um, had a limiting belief of, because I never went to college. So I believe that because I never went to college, I would never have a good job. I also believed that um, because I never went to college, I would never make a lot of money. I also had a limiting belief of the man should make more money than the woman. I also had a limiting belief that um, because I had brown curly hair and not blonde flowy hair, that I wasn't as pretty. I also had a limiting belief that um, because I was a single mom who never got married, got pregnant out of wedlock, that I was uh, condemned, that I was a sinner, that I was dirty, that I was unworthy. also had a limiting belief that I would never, um, what's another limiting belief that I've had that I would never get out of the, uh, narcissistic relationship that I was in because I was too dumb, because I was too poor, because I was such an idiot because I didn't have enough money, because I didn't have um, a support group around me where I was living. See, all of these things were literally thoughts in my head for real that kept me down. And one day, which is what I'm asking you to do, I sat down and I wrote them all. And there was literally probably like 50 50 of them. And there probably could have been even more of beliefs that I thought in my head, not necessarily out loud, just like that were just sitting in my head of things that I just made up or that I grew up with or that society told me. And when you really break it down, it's not true. It's not true. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to take out a piece of paper. I want you to write number one. And I want you to write down a limiting belief that you have in your life that is kind of keeping you constrained, kind of keeping you in a prison from uh, living your best life or being a better human or following your passion or opening up your business or asking out that hot person out on a date or becoming a mother or a father. Um, There are so many, so many, and you don't realize it until you realize it, until you really start breaking it down and writing it down. You'll be, it's like an aha moment of, oh my gosh, no wonder I've been stuck. (laughs) 
No wonder I can't push forward. No wonder every single time I get a little bit of momentum, I halt in my tracks and I get distracted and I find something else that can um, help me procrastinate this such and such. And a lot of times it's because subconsciously you have limiting beliefs in your subconscious that you actually believe about yourself. I had tons, tons and tons and tons of them. It's absolutely crazy. And I myself are, yeah, my story itself is living proof, living proof that you do not need a college degree in order to be seriously successful. I am also proof that you don't need to work for somebody or work for corporate America in order to be successful. I am also <laughs> um, uh, living proof that you don't need to make a crap load of money to be happy. You know, I was just writing a um, blog post yesterday about how at dinner a couple days ago, I blurted out out of nowhere that this is the best year of my life. Literally the best year of my life. How does that happen right in the middle of August 2020 in the middle of a pandemic? How does that happen when your sales are down? How does that happen when money is um, not flowing in the way it used to? See, happiness is a limiting belief. It's a belief that you believe that certain things need to be in your life in order for you to feel happiness, in order for you to really feel fulfilled. But see, that's not true. You need to sit down with yourself and you need to find out what are the things that are the most important to you and work on getting those things. And it's not money. You think it's money. You think it's money. And I agree. I will be the first one to agree. Believe me, I teach classes. I teach financial classes on how important it is to be financially stable, to have an emergency fund, um, to be investing, to, you know, have money in the bank, have cash available. Um, but on top of that, there are other things in your life that you need to be uh, pushing forward with to find happiness. And if all you're doing is running after the dollar, or if all you're doing is running after having fun, or all you're doing is running after the weekend, well, then you're only happy at those times. You're only happy when you have a ton of money, or you're only happy when it's Friday, or you're only happy when you're drunk. So you need to take the time to find other things in your life that will make you ecstatic. Like my podcast said yesterday, we as a human culture, we are basically, um, we're basically not even important. And I know that that sounds kind of, kind of mean, but like largely as an individual, we're not really that important. We're not really that significant. Our lifespan is like a speck of sand 
in the universe. Our memory will fade after decades. So the most important thing is to make sure that you're living out your life in happiness. Stop allowing the limiting beliefs in your world to keep you from doing what you want to be doing. I know I'm different now. If you look back at your life over, let's say, just even the last five years, if you compare yourself now to where you were five years ago, and it is predominantly the same, no real hobbies, no real, you know, things that you're striving for. You basically get up, you go to work, you go to school, maybe you work out, maybe you don't, and you eat dinner and you go to sleep. And that's the same thing you were doing five years ago. I'm going to say shame on you. I'm going to say shame on you. There needs to be more more that you're fighting for. Where is the passion? Where is the love? Where is the hustle? Where is the striving to be a better person? See, my identity has changed drastically over the last eight to 10 years. My my entire story has changed drastically over the last eight to 10 years. And that is because... I learned about limiting beliefs and I learned that I can literally do or be anything that I can dream up. If I want to be a business owner, I can be a business owner. If I want to leave a narcissistic relationship and and come up with a plan, even though I'm making no money and I have no way out and everything is stressful and anxiety is up the woo-ha, It took me years to leave that relationship and it took a lot of mental and emotional strength and I pivoted and I turned and I went backwards and I went forwards and I did rights and I did lefts and I went through cul-de-sacs and I did all of the things. I planned out all of the things to make sure that I was getting the best, doing the best performing the best that I could possibly be doing in that atmosphere. Where are you right now? What type of relationship are you stuck in right now? And I don't mean romantic relationship necessarily, but what story do you have to compare that to? See, right now you're in an area in your life where you are stuck. And you feel as if there's no way out. You feel as if you're in a prison. You feel as if you're not prepared. But that is a limiting belief. If you shove all that aside, write it down, view it, then next to it or under it or on the next page, write all the things that you're going to do. What is the opposite of your limiting belief? If your limiting belief is you didn't go to college, so you'll never make enough money. Your new goal now is to freaking make enough money. Now, what is enough money? Write it down. How much money do you want to be making? How can you get there? 
See, instead of spending your extra time sitting in front of Netflix right after you get home, think about this. Majority of you listening to me right now work a nine to five or an eight to four or a 10 to six. It's eight hours in the middle of the day. Some of you decide to work out and some of you unfortunately do not. For those of you that do work out, good for you. You're one step ahead. Those of you that don't, first thing you need to fit in your schedule is freaking find out a place to work out. There's 24 hours in the day. Eight of them you work, eight of them you sleep. That's 16 hours. That's it. The rest of the time is free. That's like seven hours or something. Forgive me if I don't do my math correctly. Seven or eight hours. I just counted with my fingers. Don't judge me. So seven or eight extra hours every single day. What are you doing? What are you doing with that time? Are you hanging out on social media? Are you gaming? Are you talking drama on the phone with your girlfriend or your mom? Are you taking a nap? Are you watching Netflix? What are you doing? See, those seven to eight hours right there, one to two of those hours could be um, dedicated to the gym. Driving to the gym, getting to the gym, walking to the gym, working out, taking a going to the bathroom at the gym, taking a shower at the gym, living the gym, coming home. That's two hours. That still leaves you with six hours. What are you doing? If you literally are coming home from work, sitting in front of the TV with dinner, and you don't do anything until bed, you basically just wasted six to eight hours doing nothing doing absolutely nothing. Actually, what you did is you helped put money in somebody else's pocket. That's all you did. My recommendation, turn it all off. Turn it all off or at least be conscious enough to cut it in half. So, hey, I'm going to watch two shows. I'm going to watch three shows. But for three hours or four hours, I'm going to concentrate on this, my passion. Going dancing, cooking, building a business, spending time with my children, learning how to do makeup, learning a new fashion trend, organizing my closet, cleaning out my basement that I've been wanting to clean out for the past nine years, but I keep making excuses and I keep procrastinating with all of the things all of the time. You need to get back to what do you want? And stop allowing the beliefs in your head that have been injected in there against your will to dictate who you are or what you're going to do. That is for you to decide. That is for you to decide. I am still a single mom. And I'm in my late 30s. I do not work for corporate America. I work for myself. I never went to college. There was a time in my life where my car was repoed and I had stickers on my apartment door trying to evict me when I had my child. 
because I had no money. I am now living in a beautiful house with a pool in South Florida because I did not and would not take no for an answer. I wrote down a goal. I wrote down a plan for that goal and I continued to work towards it and I continue to push my, myself forward still because what else are you doing? What else are you literally doing besides wasting time? Why not waste time doing something freaking awesome? Why not waste time failing at a few things? What else are you doing? There isn't more fun that I have in my day than creating something new. And if it doesn't work out and if it fails, then move on to the next. But see, this is the thing. And this is what I've talked about in my last few podcasts is pivoting. When you're driving down a road and you decide to make a right or you decide to make a left, you're going, you're choosing a journey. You're choosing a direction, like choose your own adventure. And if it dead ends, if you lose interest, if it breaks, if it doesn't work, if it's stupid, if it doesn't sell, if you're tired of it, you just pivot again and go down a different route. But this is the thing. Every single journey and right and left and pivot that you take is teaching you something. And this is what I always say. You have three obligations in life. You have to learn all of the things that you are supposed to learn. Then you're supposed to teach all of those things that you learned and implement them yourself. Then you're supposed to love and not any kind of love, unconditional love. That's it. Then you die. That's literally it. But if all you decide to do every single day is wake up, eat breakfast, go to work, eat dinner, watch TV and sleep, you're literally adding no value to your life. You might be adding value to somebody else's life, but you're not adding value to your own life. Where is your value? What gives you an extra spark? What makes you happy? What gives you excitement? So take those limiting beliefs that you are writing down, that you're about to write down, and read them over and see where in your life you are being held back because of things that were told to you by your parents, by your religion, by your culture, by your society that are literally ridiculous. And realize that those things are holding you back from what you ultimately want in life and that is to be happy. Sometimes the limiting belief isn't even like you're going to do something. It's just this guilt that you hold. Like I held a guilt when I was, um, when I had my son, I had no money. (laughs) I had no help. And I had to put my son in daycare at eight weeks old. 
eight weeks. He was like, wasn't even rolling yet. Like eight weeks. So I could go back to work, pump my milk in the bathroom or in my car so that I could pay the bills. And I had so much guilt on me of I was doing it wrong. And I spent so much time in this, with this cloud over my head of being unworthy, being disgusting, being sinful, being a horrible person, being disliked. But why? Because that is what religion told me. That is what society told me. But why? I decided to give birth to a child, which is supposed to be one of the greatest miracles on earth. I did not do drugs. I did not drink. Didn't even take any medication. Even to this day, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I've never smoked. What does that all mean? But instead of enjoying my pregnancy, instead of enjoying the journey of becoming a mother, I was stuck in this cloud, in this dark cave of, you're horrible. How dare I? See, the easier route, because of what society says, would have been to abort the baby, abort my son. To murder him. Then I wouldn't have had all of the disgusting looks. Then I wouldn't have had the entire, uh, my entire world crumble on top of me. I could have lied. I could have been deceitful. And I could have murdered my child. And then none of that would have happened. But see, that is a limiting belief. I should have been praised. I should have gotten a pat on the back. I should have gotten a good for you, but I didn't. I didn't. And instead I sat sad and lonely and afraid and scared Limiting beliefs cripple us. And they literally are put there by other people. And you don't have to believe it. You don't have to. If you feel as if you are doing the right thing, I always say, do the next best thing. Do the next right thing. What is the next right thing? Do that. Not right according to society. Not right according to your parents or according to your religion or according to your culture. Right for you. Right for your mind. For your moral standards. There are things that you are doing in your life right now that are morally corrupting you. What are they? 
And then are they really bad or does it not really matter? Dig down, dig down into your life, into your subconscious. Make sure that you are in the right mindset. Make sure that you are continuously building yourself up mentally and emotionally. I always say that your mental and your emotional mindset is more important than anything else in your world. There is nothing else more important than where you are mentally and emotionally. And to the people in your life that are not supporting you mentally and emotionally, you need to ignore them. You need to get rid of them as soon as possible, as soon as possible, because you have the right as an individual, you have been given the right as an individual to do your life as you want to do your life. And this is the thing you need to remember is the people that are judging you the hardest are usually the biggest sinners whether it's for real in real life, or if it's mentally, or if it's emotionally, if it's silently, if it's outwardly, because every single one of us has faults. Every single one of us has faults, but for some reason, there are individuals that choose to point and to laugh and to degrade, but the reason that they're doing that the reason that they decide to pin out, pin out your, pick out your flaws is because they are trying to detract from their own flaws. They don't want anyone looking into their lives. So if you're too busy trying to make yourself perfect and spend so much time making your life perfect to the world, you're not going to notice their shit. You're not going to notice their flaws. You're not going to notice their stuff. And then they're safe. But see, you don't know that until you educate yourself. See, I educated myself. I read continuously. I now know these things, but I didn't know them. I didn't know them before. The people who pick on you the most have the most secrets. They're doing it on purpose to distract you. So be careful. Be careful of the people that are constantly berating you with your own flaws of what they view as a flaw. It's not even necessarily a flaw. It's what they view as a flaw. It is a limiting belief that they are putting into your mind and screwing with your world. And it's none of their business. It is none of their business. Because they have their own stuff to deal with. Life is a mess. Life is a mess. And if it's not a mess, you're doing nothing with your life. You're literally just sitting around doing nothing if your life isn't a mess. 
the more stuff you have going on, the more problems you have. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Why else are you here? You're not here just to like make someone else money, watch a bunch of TV and then die. What the heck is that? Each one of us was given a gift. You have a talent. What is it? What is your gift? What is your talent? Why have you not exposed it? Why are you not using it? Why are you not giving it? Because you have a limiting belief. You have something in your head that was put in there by religion, by your parents, by your culture, by your society, and you'd even ask for it to be there. And now you are where you are because of that belief. False belief. It's all about hard work, my friends. It's not about intelligence. It's not about how much stuff you know. It isn't about how smart you are. My ex used to think he was so smart. He used to talk about his college degree all the time. You want to know why his business flourished? Do you want to know why he did so well financially? It's because I worked hard. I worked hard because my hard work will out trump intellect every single day because I'm unstoppable. Because I refuse to believe the limiting beliefs that were injected into my mind without me even knowing it. I work hard. What is your thing? Are you good at music? Are you good with your hands? Are you good with building things? Are you a good hairstylist? Are you an artist? A comedian? An actor? Mother? Caretaker? Runner? Athlete? Fashion designer? What are your passions? Organic food. Farmer. What is keeping you from doing those things? In that extra seven to eight hours during your day. What are you doing? Why are you letting it slip away? Elevating your life is about refusing to settle for seeing yourself as the old you. It is about remaking your identity into the thing that helps propel you as a better human. You need to learn to elevate your life. 
You need to learn to raise the bar. You're only here a limited amount of time, my friends. What are you doing? Thanks for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better 365. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and check out my website for all my social media under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I'm here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Take immediate action and stay in control of your life by visiting humanbetter365.com. Start to envision your best life by focusing on empowering thoughts. Personal and group coaching available. Contact us today.